0: How can enterprises better tap indicators of exposure? Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, executive editor with Information Security Media Group. And to help me answer that question, I'm speaking with Giddy Cohen, CEO of Skybox. Giddy, thanks very much for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me on the call.
0: So indicators of exposure. Give us a definition of that if you will. This is like indicators of compromise, but slightly different, right?
1: Exactly. So while indicators of compromise focus on a forensic elements that show some attack or transfer attack were going on, indicators of exposure is basically the generalization of the indicators where attack can go on, like misconfiguration of security devices or software vulnerabilities, or other types of weaknesses that can be exploited in one or more tech vessels.
0: Now, a typical enterprise theoretically has got all sorts of software vulnerabilities just right out of the gate, never mind all sorts of potential misconfigurations, just of the firewall systems, for example. So when you are speaking about indicators of exposure, what is the quantity of things that we're looking at? Yeah, when we're talking about uh, large
1: enterprises, let's say a global 2,000-sized company or equivalent in government agency size, we're talking sometimes about millions of distinct items of both the sort of misconfigurations of the vulnerabilities and the like. So we're talking about a really long list.
0: And so the impetus here is presumably to help organizations triage, to get things up and visible so they know to act on them, but also to help them know perhaps the order they should be acted on amongst all these different competing potential issues?
1: Yeah, correct. So the challenge with such a long list that you can imagine that no organization in the world, regardless of the amount of resources, can ever really fix all of them. I'm not talking about even analyzing them and prioritizing So. The key is how to know what's really important, what's exploitable, what can get to potentially really bad damage to the organization. And I believe that the only way to understand that is actually to map and associate those indicators of exposure in the context of the total attack surface of the organization, which is basically the collection of all of the possible attack vectors into a corporate network infrastructure in the cloud or on-premise.
0: And are there any unusual combinations that you see when you start conceptualizing things in this way? Any examples you can share from clients, no need to name names, about the sorts of things they might be seeing that they wouldn't have been seeing before?
1: In many cases, it's uh, seeing the the force for the tree. So it's not necessarily that every individual vulnerability or weakness or misconfiguration or in general, indicator of exposure is surprising. I think the vast quantity, when you put all of it together, is surprising. It's typically surprising where uh, there are high concentrations of those in terms of knowing where to put effort. And I think also there's some also positive surprise that when you met all of them, that actually a lot of them are not that important in terms of uh, the majority, probably 99 plus percent of those, potential exposures are not really exploitable or not really important, but know which one is almost impossible.
0: Now, when you're providing this picture, one of the challenges that I often hear about is the lag time that a lot of organizations experience. Sometimes this Patrick Parrish cycle, it can take months. Before a known Java flaw gets updated, a new client build gets pushed out, gets out to all of the desktop workers, then gets out to all the remote workers. There's a big lag time here. So, in terms of taking these indicators of exposure and acting on them, are you seeing quick uptake from the companies that you work with, or are there challenges remaining in terms of how quickly they can operationalize the sorts of guidance they're getting? Still, yeah. So, I mean, it's a
1: very good question. Like the concept of attack surface visibility because of exposure is of course a mean that can help the organization only if the picture they get is extremely fast and they have the chance to act upon it, right? So, of course, what you need in the back end is the right analytics software, like right? Skybus provides and maybe some other vendors that actually can make sense out of all of these disparate data sources on an ongoing basis such that this picture of the, you know, what's so critical to fix and how is available at all times. So take, for example, let's say a zero-day vulnerability or zero-day attack of one sort. Yeah, you may not know about it you know, until the, this, um, let's say, malware or whatever was found and uh, made available to the public. But from that point on, when the clock starts to tick, you want to be able to understand very quickly if it's relevant for you, if it's critical, where in the network, in the cloud, in your data center, wherever you have assets, it's relevant to and so critical to fix? And then to come in a contextual way with the most effective and fastest and the most effective remediation plan or containment plan for the type of exposure. So the cost of indicators exposure and the text its usability are critical, but what you need to apply for that is the analytic technology, analytic platform that can make sense out of data fast enough. So this recommendation can be done almost at no time. And then the only thing that is remaining is, of course, to apply the fixes or changes as soon as practical as the organization can
0: execute on. And just to be totally clear, when it comes to analytics and using, for example, your software or a different analytics package, what's the secret sauce that is determining what is the best next problem to fix? I think
1: the secret sauce is the ability to model authentically with high fidelity and fast force the entire Infrastructure again, cloud virtualization, physical infrastructure. The organization both by looking on the network elements and topology, and on the endpoint and applications running on them, and actually having one model that looks at all of them. When you can do that and you can create the full context, then you can apply the right analytics that can understand what are the real exposure, what are the real attack vectors that can be exploited and can cause some damage. What's the right way to mitigate those security attack vectors? Without the ability to put all of this data together from whatever source the, the organization might have, the organization will always have a very partial picture of the attack surface. Therefore, i exposure and taking the right action items
0: would be impaired. So just to drill down into the exposure and the attack vectors, what are a few of the data points that might be getting looked at? Would it be the criticality of a flaw, for example, if it's remotely exploitable? You know, a critical bug in Adobe or Microsoft parlance, that sort of thing, something that's obviously really major, could be widespread. Is that the sort of data that would be getting piped into this model to help know exactly what to prioritize?
1: Yeah, that's part of that. But in order to know that, let's say, a certain attack vector like the one you described is critical, you want to understand a threat landscape. You want to understand also the other side of the attack vector, which is, is the attack vector opening up potential damage, potential loss to some critical assets, you know, critical service, critical data that you... You absolutely don't want to be stolen, like you know, intellectual property, customer credit card information, or whatever. Right? So at the end of the day, it's not enough to understand the vulnerability, and whether you know, it's possible to exploit it or not. But you need to understand the threat landscape and you need to understand the target of potential attacks, i.e. the assets of globalization, which are so important to protect.
0: Giddy, thanks very much for your time today.
1: Yes, yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure to, uh, to be on this interview. Thank
0: you. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Matthew Schwartz. Thank you for joining us.